I'm pretty sure I met you when you were drunk throwing pumpkins off a roof. Oh, God. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. And for our first episode of The Great 2018, we are welcoming our guest, Stephen Ray Morris. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited to to watch this movie today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little biased, yeah. I think. I was like, is this something that I, you know, anyway, uh, we, we'll save it, but I'm, I'm excited. No, we can we can talk right about it. We, we did a Twitter poll, as mm-hmm. we do sometimes, and the winner was... One Muppet of your Treasure choices, Stephen. Yeah, Muppet, Muppet Treasure, Treasure Island. Yep. Which which you put intentionally put on the poll. This is something you wanted to watch. Yes. Yeah. When yeah when when Ash offered me some suggestions, I was like, because you were like, it doesn't have to be a kids movie, but I was just trying to remember because I feel like I didn't watch that many movies as a kid. So it was like, hmm. well, and in it's like, all right, Lord of the Rings, like that's out. Like we're not going to watch all three in a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, you <laughs> Thank know, you for not could. doing that. <laughs> You know, Jurassic Park, Star Wars. So it's like, all right, well, what are other movies that I watched as a kid? And like mm-hmm. that one, I remember a lot more than any of the other Muppet movies as a kid. I am so excited because it is, as Nick already knows, my favorite Muppet movie. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just watched, it's Muppet Treasure Island and Muppet Christmas Carol are my two favorites. I love Muppet Christmas yes. Carol. And I just watched Muppet Christmas Carol for, uh, for Christmas, so this is like the perfect follow-up. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Nick, nice. isn't this your favorite genre of movie? But well, well, what? I, I, I think there's, <laughs> I, there is there a genre, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess now. so. <laughs> there, there's debate to be had here. But before mm-hmm. we talk too much about the movie, I want to, I want to introduce what Stephen is all about. Stephen is a yes. musician, podcast producer, and writer. I love it. Um, you may know him from the Purr cast, mm-hmm. a podcast about cats. <laughs> yes. And uh, you've got a new podcast that, that just started. Yes. Um, well, Sea uh, Jurassic Right has been going for, I mean, it's definitely the newest project I've worked on as far as like, because I, I probably have worked on a million podcasts in the year of 2017. So I think seriously now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like just working on the things that I feel the most passionate about and see Jurassic, right. is obviously about Jurassic park. And, uh, yeah, I love Jurassic park. I just wanted to be like, how do I incorporate this thing that I like in my life every day? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, as, as everyone on the podcast already knows, Jurassic park is also my favorite movie. Mm. Well, good choice. Wait, good yeah. choice. Well done. <laughs> No, Alien is Nick. Oh. But you could argue... Also a great choice. Also a great choice. And you could also argue that they're like extremely similar. Yes, totally. Yeah. I was going to say in the the book you were mentioning, Nick, I I talked about Alien a lot in Jurassic Park. There's a lot of like... I don't know. So like, this is yeah. This is the book molding a Jurassic universe, yes. where you talk about how Jurassic Park influenced our childhood, our development. Is that the idea? Uh, yeah, and I would say actually that the podcast does that even more because it's literally just people sharing memories from their childhood. It's like people calling in and people like again, Pascas Omar was on talking about how like 
you know, the, like the first time he saw Jurassic, well, it wasn't that he saw Jurassic Park. It was that his parents were at the movie theaters and he remembers that his brother like hit his head and split his, his brother like split his head open and his parents had to, he, he told the story. It was so great. We're like in the middle of Jurassic Park, somebody came into the theater and had to tell his parents that they're like, oh yeah, well, your son's going to the hospital. Oh my God. Like he was totally wow. fine. But like, yeah, that, that's uh. what Omar's like. One of Omar's first memories of Jurassic Park was tied to his brother, like accidentally <laughs> wow. getting hurt. And like his parents had to be ushered out of the theater. Oh no. Wow. So it's like it's a lot of that because it's just like that's one side of why I love like pop culture podcasts and TV show podcasts and stuff like that because it's people like have these intense memories like tied to the stuff that they love and I was like let me just do yeah. a podcast about that part, you know, mm-hmm. about people just saying like uh somebody shared a, a listener sh- shared a story about how they got so scared after watching Jurassic Park that they their parents came home to find that their VHS tape was all duct tape shut with the VHS tape inside. (laughs) So it's a lot of stuff like that. Like we had a friend uh, who got married to the Jurassic Park theme, like down the aisle, like stuff like that, like ways that people have like, you know, just incorporated this thing that they love in their life. So like, well, you just gave Ash an idea. Oh yeah. Uh, Bryce. uh... (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, I feel like you could do it with like a cool instrument too, like maybe a banjo or a mandolin or something. Yeah. Oh, a ukulele. That would be nice. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. Our, our mutual friend already stole the princess bride music to walk down the aisle for, which is pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. I, I, I think that was an original an original oh well Idea. yeah i guess and not stole is the wrong word you're like oh, well that's claimed it. Off my list yeah. they claimed, claimed it, it. Yeah. there you go yeah. yeah so for a long time we said we're not going to watch movies that we know that we're going to love so we've kind of we've never actually done jurassic park on this podcast though we've kind of loosened that rule a little bit one day maybe yeah i was interested to know why you didn't choose that was that just too obvious of a choice for you i mean i just don't think i just think i like live in that movie so much that it's just it's It's nice to do something else (laughs) yeah yeah there's no um there's no time passed you know like right like the movies that i that i wanted to like that i suggested in muppet church island it's like oh it's been a while so it's like when i watch it again i'm gonna be like oh is this right is this what i remember versus jurassic park i I mean i don't watch it every day but i certainly like live it every day right (laughs) so i'm curious if if your game for this little game yeah um can you give me your one sentence review on the following? Ooh. Uh, Ooh. The book, Jurassic Park. Oh. Um, uh, ooh. Uh, the, the Jurassic Park book has no heart, but it's got a lot of science. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, now, the rest of these will only be the movies. The Lost World Jurassic Park, the movie. Um, King Kong with dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jurassic Park 3? Surreal, artistic, black comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like and that. Jurassic These are not even World. sentences anymore. These aren't any sentences <laughs> yeah. anymore. They're just yeah. like... Word association. Word association. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jurassic World is a serviceable remake of Jurassic Park for modern audiences. I think I would agree. I'm the one here, I think, who loves, well, not love, but I enjoyed Jurassic World and Ash hates it. I mean, it's, yeah. It. I think it's one of those things where I think if you're a really big Jurassic Park fan, I think it's, it doesn't hold up as much. 
My main problem with Jurassic World is that they lost the plot of the original movie. And the original movie, as we were just saying earlier, the original movie is all about these are wild animals. They do not behave like humans. You cannot expect them to behave like humans. You cannot tame them. But Jurassic World seems to say, nah, we can tame them. They act like humans. You know, and that to me is breaking everything that Jurassic Park is about. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah. I think they did a lot of fun stuff in the movie. Like there's a lot of homages to the original movie that I appreciate in there. But that's my problem. I, I'm actually excited for the next one though because it sounds like it's going to be more like the yeah. second book. Yeah. I, I almost think that Jurassic World needed to be made to sort of start making new stories again it was like it's like the force awakens in the sense which i love the force awakens but like it's just meant to be like okay it's a setup for a for a bunch of new stuff yeah right yeah so like jurassic world fallen kingdom is a movie about rescuing dinosaurs which is cool as hell yeah like that idea of like finally like you know what we loved about jurassic park like you're saying ash is like these are animals that we care about and we like love their they're going to they're going to do, you know, they're, ju- they're just going to be animals and right. whether it's eating you or, or grabbing a leaf off of a tree. And I feel like this movie is kind of, I think fallen kingdom is going to like recenter that idea to be like, well, these mm-hmm. are animals. Should we save them? Should we not like very like Werner Herzogian and kind of a way, you know, yeah. and there's like a big old volcano and stuff like, it's going to be crazy. But yeah, I think Jurassic world is like a movie made as like a transition into like just making new movies again. That makes new sense. Di- new dinosaur movies and stuff. So, or I the soft reboot movies. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see though. I'm excited. The yeah. trailer the trailer is really cool. I like it. It does trailer. look pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, yeah I, it, it seems like a compelling uh new new plot for the for the Jurassic universe. Yeah. Fi- finally it's not a well I was gonna say there's only two plots in the Jurassic Park universe. It's either a park uh, either out of a, control, a park goes out of control or somebody needs to be rescued. Mm-hmm. So this one is a little different in the sense that it's a dinosaur that needs to be rescued, but cause yeah. lost world and Jurassic park three are both rescue missions. Jurassic park, and Jurassic world are both park shuts down. Mm-hmm. So this one looks and, to like change the, the, dynamic. you know, and it looks, it looks like they're bringing back the, uh, the, that real out of control element. Like Ash was saying, there's there's a little too much human influence. I think. Yeah. In the, in the when you start naming one. them, yeah. Horizon <laughs> Wireless presents. Yeah. But you know, I think there's another element that's required for a Jurassic Park movie, like Jeff the, Goldblum. The, yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Like the the born identity is always about like you know crazy spy stuff, memory, but it's it's a movie about car chases and killing people with random stuff around the apartment. So for Jurassic Park, it's, yeah, it's about dinosaurs, but it's also about vehicle stunts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that does make sense. vehicle stunts. Well, if you saw the trailer. Oh, I I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer. Nick's a purist. He won't watch watch trailers. trailers. All right. Are there cool vehicle stunts? (laughs) Well, we're going to see a vehicle uh, again that we haven't seen in a long time. So I don't know if you noticed that in the trailer. I can't remember. I did not. Oh, wait. Do but do you do you like to be? Do you like talking about the trailers? Or do you not want to be spoiled? He, he doesn't want to be spoiled. Okay. I don't want to be spoiled, but this is not a precious movie to me. So you can go ahead and talk talk about. Oh, it. I was going to say we see the the we see the 
I think it's going to be part of a set piece of seeing the original um, explorer that Grant and Tim are in mm-hmm. in Jurassic Park. You see that blue jumps on top of that car. Okay. The, like the the wreckage, like the twenty, you know, the twenty five year old wreckage of that. So oh. I'm curious to see oh, how they actually use it in the scene. But so you mean literally the same car? Yeah. So you see the original, um, the the Ford Explorer. I guess I'm not very good I with car was, stuff. Or it might Jeep? have been a Jeep. No, not the Jeep, but not the the. the oh know, right, right. That the T Rex, the one kicks on the over. tracks. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. The T Rex kicks it over, and then you know. No, we're stuck in the car again. But at least we're not in the tree. Mm-hmm. Like that, you see that vehicle in the trailer for the new movie. And that's the thing I liked about Lost, the books Lost World. Right? I always get the titles mixed up now that they there's so many of them. Yeah, but yeah. This, that's the thing I loved about that was like them going and seeing all these old ruins of the old buildings and stuff, and that excites me. So yeah. I am excited for that. Yeah, yeah. See, to even see not only old locations from the original movie like Jurassic world mm-hmm. did, but then now Jurassic world itself is going to be a ruins, right. which is cool. Yeah. Cause the Island's been abandoned for however long. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they certainly didn't keep Jurassic world open. They didn't reopen the next day after <laughs> yeah. that incident. Yeah. So I, th- I think we could conceivably talk about Jurassic park easily all day long. Forever. Um, but clearly, Stephen has a podcast dedicated to that, and we oh, should look, swing I could our talk attention. about it all day, all day, all day, every day. <laughs> but let's talk about Muppet Treasure Island, or as autocorrect on my iPad would would call it, Mullet Treasure Island, <laughs> which would be an Is awesome. Is that a idea. porno? Mullet, Mullet Treasure Island. You got so Simon a Treasure on me. Yeah. It's like a really high concept, like white trash porno. It's like a guy with a bullet named Island, and you have to find the treasure on him. Oh! Wow. Hey, y'all. My name's Island. <laughs> no, 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 no. I listen to no. Jimmy Buffett, and I've got a gun. Yeah. That's weirdly incompatible, but yet it works. It's hidden somewhere on my body. Fine. Oh, no. No, no, no. You were saying, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Muppet Treasure <laughs> Island is uh, from 1996, and we already started talking a little bit about this. This is one of, or is it the Ash's favorite Muppet movie? Yes, it's my okay. favorite Muppet movie. The Ash's favorite Muppet Which Nick the, would, Nick and I have already been in yeah. arguments about this. Oh, I am, really? yeah. I am very, very much a Muppet fan. Like, the way Jurassic Park is in your blood Stephen, Muppets are in my blood. I am passionate about the Muppets. But there's something about... Muppets and unicycles sum up Nick's life. Okay. (laughs) But but for me, there's some of the Muppet movies that I'm not such a big fan of, and they just happen to be the Brian Henson ones. It's the Muppet movies that are not an original story, the Muppet movies where they play characters in an existing story. Don't hit me the way that i typically get from the muppets it's a different that's thing. okay I you can be wrong it's all right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I, I guess that's my question and because i'm not like you know i've pretty much i feel like i've watched every muppet movie except for maybe like the weird tv show that was a couple years ago but like oh right is there an explanation for muppet movies where like kermit and miss piggy and everybody are playing characters or is it just like now they're doing this now I always saw it as like because of the Muppet show and like they always want to put on theater and stuff. I always saw it as like this is they actually got 
their chance to make a movie and this is their I, I that's oh, like okay. a weird like there's no I canon like for that but that's the way I always sort of saw it that's pretty good yeah and I don't feel like it's a bad idea I do think it is good and it is it's work. just not your it does favorite work and it does it is true to the tone of the Muppets it's Muppet um, fan fiction yes yeah. Muppet <laughs> fan fiction wait so then but, what is your favorite Muppet movie oh the, the Muppet movie is the right up there the rainbow it, the Rainbow original, Connection right? is in that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's right up there with Alien and Almost Famous. It is a perfect movie, and I, I those are such it. weird movies to juxtaposition <laughs> with. Them. <laughs> I, that's that's movies, man. Movies are yeah. about different topics, and some are just brilliant. Are they? I was I was you, have, you contain on multitudes. My, yeah, <laughs> I was knocked on my ass by the new movie, The Muppets, the the second most recent one. Oh, the the one, the with one Jason. that. Yeah, the one with Jason Siegel. Yeah, that was good. That one was incredible. It was like a love letter to everything that I love about the Muppets. Um, well, yeah, and then you had um, Brett from Flat of the Concords doing oh, music. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like, so good. And won that's an right. Academy Award for it, deserving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I never saw the, the second one. Did any, it was did pretty you know, good. You, you know, it was Yeah, we didn't see that either. It wasn't I on fire like, like the first it. one. And it was just okay. Yeah, like I don't really yeah. remember much from it. It was more like a one-off, not like yeah, because yeah. the Muppets. It was such a yeah, like you're saying, it was such a nostalgic, such a like cl- almost like it was built to be like a classic. It was yeah. like a weird, not a reboot, but it was like the Muppets. Like nobody cares about the Muppets anymore, and you're mm-hmm. like, you do. We do care about the Muppets. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm so excited. One of my really good friends is getting married. At Jim Henson Studio, what? You can do that. Well, Nick's now. Nick's got a wedding idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be there. Whoa! And I hope a Muppet makes an appearance. I don't know, but I hope. (laughs) By the way, could you imagine? Wait, 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 wait! Can you imagine being married by a Muppet? (gasps) Oh my god! Oh my god! Nick's face up. Wow! (laughs) If we can make that happen. Now, to our listeners, if you want to go to the Jim Henson Studios, um, I have a recommendation for you. I, I have. I know I've talked to some of you about Puppet Up. Have you heard about this, Stephen? Uh, no, I don't oh. know what this is. So Brian Henson, of course, Jim Henson's son, who is the director of the film we're about to watch. Um, Brian Henson actually directed the two movies that are in the category that I don't like, the <laughs> He did Treasure Island and Christmas Carol. Are you sure um, that that was him? Yeah. Yeah, he's the director oh. of those two. But mm-hmm. the point I'm getting at here is he's he started this improv show. And it's probably around five or ten years old at this point. So it is a, adult language uh, improv <laughs> comedy with Henson-style Muppets. Whoa. And I think I've seen this show three times. And because it is an improv show, it's different every time. And it is a lot of your classic improv, give us a suggestion, we do the thing. But it's some of the best improv I've ever seen, performed by some of the best puppeteers I've ever seen. Um, And they did this last year where they did some performances of Puppet Up, open to the public, in on the, on the back lot of Jim Henson Studios. And that's happening again January 27 and 28th. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shit. So... If you are hearing this podcast and you want to step foot on the Jim Henson Studios and see an amazing puppet improv show, check out Puppet Up. 
I'm putting that on my calendar right now. <laughs> yeah. It was and awesome. last I, I saw there were VIP tickets where you got a VIP tour with Brian. Oh my Whoa. God. Really? So if uh, I was not in Italy right now, you better bet I would be there. How much are those though? Well, the, the VIP tickets were a couple hundred, but the regular show was probably like 30, 40. I can't remember. Oh, that's not bad. I feel like but it's it was a quick Google search. That. It's just called Puppet Up. And oh, so worth it. And just, you know, get a glass of wine and walk around the back lot. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. Just, well, just to be go. in that space. Do I get a touch one? Yeah. Just like rub a Fozzie's fur? Just like. As long as no one's watching. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. make sure no one's looking. And then. <laughs> well, when I did it, you didn't get to go in the buildings except for they've got this huge soundstage that they turned into a theater for this show. But walking around, you can look in windows. There's a dinosaur you can walk right up to. Cool. You know, there's a few cool things. You didn't things. tell me there was a dinosaur. Oh, it changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> a Muppet yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. Well, that you remember so the? Cool. Uh, do you guys remember the dinosaurs TV show? Yes. yes. So creepy. It was, it was, <laughs> I think it was from that. Oh. Uh. They did yeah. the dinosaurs. For oh, that? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Puppets. I can see their like mm-hmm. the way that they move and everything. I could see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. their mannerisms, yeah. puppetism. Yeah, it's like uh, they did labyrinth puppets. They did a mm-hmm. lot of other things. Although I guess catchphrase from Star Wars, Wars yeah. it was like the baby dinosaur just kept shouting that it was the baby. Yeah, I'm the baby the or whatever. Show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was a weird show, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird show. I remember loving it, though, to be honest. It's pretty good. <laughs> is that on Netflix? Could you watch it? I don't know. Uh, don't watch it. <laughs> really? Die. This is not good? I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> I remember. I love being weird. uncomfortable. <laughs> Sam, the face you're making is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's uncomfortable with the idea of dinosaurs settling down. And- it's just the look. It was like Roseanne. <laughs> But with dinosaurs, that yeah. is 100% yeah, accurate. Flannel shirt. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Uh, John Goodman. That is so, so great. Why do you think that's a bad thing? Uh, I guess Roseanne like, that sounds awesome. Made me uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> I will agree with you there. I, I was not a Roseanne fan either. But yeah. I feel like maybe I was just too young to appreciate maybe, that show. I don't know. It just, I was like a kid and I was like, this is not a good family. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I would nope. not want to be a part of that family. Wow. So, also, also, uh, when, when uh, cartoon characters cross a, th- a certain uh, human realism threshold, it always seems to creep you out. Oh, Their interesting. Eyes, yeah, really, like that's the creepy part to me is the eyes. Like, oh. they had like very human eyes. Yeah, could be. It's the uncanny valley. Yeah. <laughs> so but anyway, of course, Treasure Island. <laughs> We're not going to necessarily see, but we'll see the performances and hear the voices of our standard Muppet performers, Frank Oz, Dave Goltz, Steve Whitmere, Jerry Nelson, Bill Beretta, and also Kevin Clash. This was one of Kevin Clash's earlier uh, participations with the Muppets. Everybody knows Kevin Clash as Elmo. He kind of became the Elmo guy, and there was a documentary about him. That documentary Um, is great, by the way, if you haven't seen it. It's really good. But this was, well, I guess he started doing Muppet stuff around 1980, but he wasn't one of the original core people and kind of became one of the core people in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but Who does he our, play? Do you know? Uh, in this one, he's various pirates. Um, oh, okay. Like his main thing was Elmo. 
but we don't necessarily know him as like any of the primary Muppet characters. Elmo the Hard Knocks Pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Seen some shit. But our humans here in this film, um, we have Jennifer Saunders, who you may know as Adina from Absolutely Fabulous. (gasps) What? I forgot she's in this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And then I haven't seen that. Oh, Abfab is great. You know, I was kind of thinking about this, and I was guessing Ash would probably have seen and loved that show, and nobody else had heard of it. Yep, of course. (laughs) I love the weird British comedies. Yeah. Uh, But we also have Billy Connolly. Uh, Yes. This is brilliant Scottish comedian. And I think he kind of appeared in America when he he was the uh, the teacher on head of the class when Howard Hessman left, Billy Connolly came in. But then, like, that was his introduction to America in 1990. Was that, like, a TV show? Yeah, yeah, TV show that he was only on the last season. He had a small part in Indecent Proposal, but then Muppet Treasure Island is his next significant American credit. So he was still very new to Americans in this Oh, wow. Wow. I assumed he was, like, a veteran at this point. This was, like, a cameo of, like, whoa, look at this big... Me too, yeah. Like, you know, like, English star... Scottish. Well, I think if you were in the UK, you probably knew him because he did a lot of British TV. He was this well-known comedian. But I don't think he was really well-known to Americans until Boondock Saints in 1999. Oh, right. I right. think that's when we really started recognizing him. Right. Um, that makes sense. And here we go. Here's our Jurassic Park connection. He was <laughs> the the teacher in the movie version of another Michael Crichton book. Ooh. Oh. A TV version. In, in, um, was he no, in Andromeda no. Strain? No, the movie. Sorry, the movie version. Sorry. Oh. The movie version of another Michael Crichton book. He was the uh. the professor who led Oh, the uh, Timeline. He was timeline. in Timeline. Yeah. Uh, oh. That which, movie's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that book. And the yeah. movie was not the book. It was. No. It sucked. <laughs> it, it wasn't even a 90s movie, but it looked and felt like a 90s movie. Oh, no. But, like, in, yeah, not in a way that was, like, charming. Yeah. <laughs> not oh. everybody can, like, because Michael Crichton's books aren't charming at all. They're very cold and serious. But, like, you take somebody like scientific. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, mm-hmm. very scientific. They're they're amazing. He's my He's one of my favorite authors. But, like, in translating his works to screen... Like you need to, you need to have a charming filmmaker to really right. like make like the, Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he added the heart to it, but mm-hmm. like Sphere, that was Barry Sonnenfeld. Is that how you say his name? He did Sonnenfeld, Sphere. I think Sonnenfeld. I think I think John McTiernan might have directed Timeline. Oh yes, it was still no, terrible. No, <laughs> whether well, he did or uh, not. Wait, who directed Paul Verhoeven directed Die Hard, right? No, that know. was John Nick McTiernan. No, it's John McTiernan. Oh, okay. Wait, no, Richard Donner directed Timeline. Oh, wow. Oh. Of Superman and, fame. Yeah, he's, he should have done a better job. Come on, Richard Donner. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Um, yeah. Yeah, so excited about Billy Connolly. If I remember correctly, I think he's pretty great in this. So great. So um, it's, what I, what's, it's one of the things I remember most from the movie is mm. his brief his role in it. Yeah. He's not in it long, but it's very memorable. Yeah. But Ash, who have I not mentioned yet? Uh, Oh, well, duh, Tim Curry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, who? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Only yeah, my favorite. Luna and I just watched Clue, and it's still oh, a freaking yeah. mad So good. Did you watch um, it with the alternate endings? Or did yeah, you just watch it with we, the We rented fixed? it online, so it had all three of the endings. Oh, fun. And Mr. Green's ending is still the best. I'm going to go home and make love to my wife. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did this. I, I went on IMDb. Of course, we we talked about Tim Curry a bit when we watched Legend. Um, but I actually put together a list of like his main stuff. And I found that Muppet Treasure Island is pretty late in the list of stuff that we know him from. Hmm. Yeah, um, I think he's actually the big cameo. Well, I guess he's not really a cameo, but he's the big star. Yeah, in the he's film. the star. I mean, yeah, yeah the, big the star. non-Muppet star of this yeah. movie. Yeah. Didn't he say yeah. this was one of his favorite movies that he's I think done? he did, yeah. I, I mean, I how feel could like I've he heard not? that. <laughs> I know. It's so I mean, great. You're on screen with the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that makes me think that I'm gonna still really like this movie just because it it really speaking of Michael Crichton stuff, like Ernie Hudson's fit one of his favorite movies is Congo. Mm. Which I have like that would have been a suggestion, but Ooh. I have come to love that movie as an adult. So oh. I feel like it doesn't apply to this podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when an actor is like, "This is one of my favorite movies I was in," I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to pay attention then." Mm-hmm. Like even if the movie wasn't originally recognized as good or or what or you know or just yeah. lesser or whatever. But Congo needs to be on our list because I've never seen. Dang, it. yeah, I forgot about that movie altogether. And, and that's also <laughs> our Michael Crichton connection. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember hating the movie. Well, the movie was I don't direct- remember it. <clears throat> the movie was directed by Frank Marshall, who has produced every Jurassic Park movie, including um including Jurassic World. Like it was because he's married to Kathleen Kennedy, and Kathleen Kennedy was like, You can take you can handle the Jurassic Park movies. I'm gonna go do a thing called Star Wars. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, Frank Marshall directed Congo, which is just like after Jurassic Park, there was all these like animal attack movies, but with heart. It was like Anaconda. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Congo. I don't know. I think sea. Anaconda, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I rewatched, oh, I yeah. watched Deep Blue Sea for the first time. Oh, wow. It's so bananas. It is. Yeah, it's pretty that crazy. It is bananas. <laughs> my, uh, actually, I don't think I ever told you guys this, but my, uh, my cousin, I have a cousin who's a photographer, but he worked on some of the underwater photography for that movie. Wow. Like the cinematography, cool. yeah. Did he have to be like? Did he have to tell people about the water and stuff so that when they put the the bad CGI sharks in it, it was like you ruined my photo. <laughs> That's like literally all I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know much more. Oh, he doesn't CGI live in, in the same is... state, so I don't I don't see him often. The CGI in that movie is so bad. Yeah, I'm it's sure. it's crazy that that was a huge blockbuster, but like, like it was, it, wasn't it? Huh. That's that's. There was like two shark movies that came out. That was the one with Samuel That's right. Jackson, right? Yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson, okay. L. Cool J. What was the other one? Can't remember. That was that was like during the prime time of every movie has a clone at the same time. Yeah, well. yeah. Yes, yeah. like ants, the ants. Uh huh. Yeah, a volcano Arm- and, uh, and Deep Impact. Dante's Peak. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done that movie on no. here? No, Dante's Peak. You guys I don't think Dante's I've even Peak. seen that. Actually, it's Pierce Brosnan. It's, it's a oh, great man. one for the podcast. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like worth checking out. I tried rewatching good. Volcano, and that I had to turn it off. Like we didn't make it through that <laughs> one. That that movie made me mad. 
just the science of like how could a volcano sprout out of the La Brea tar pits? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. That's not even that's not even the same thing. Oh, I just remember there there's a scene where the the rocks are flying through the air and people are dying, and it's like it takes a scientist to be like, everyone, look where the rocks are going to land and don't stand there. And it's just like really. <laughs> wow. I don't even remember that. I didn't. I didn't make it that far into that movie. <laughs> so let's let's get our expectations on what's going to happen with Muppet Treasure Island. Um, Sam, I feel like you haven't said much. What do you expect out of this movie? I watched. I had it on VHS, but I don't remember anything about this movie. Wow! So I know I've watched it way, way, way back. But it's not something I've watched probably past the age of seven. <gasps> wow. So I'm very fun. excited. Yeah. It's going to be all fresh and new for me. And I love the Muppets. And they're hilarious. And I think it's going to be great. I'll say that everything with Muppets in it up until that god-awful TV <laughs> show from two years ago, mm-hmm. everything before that is just pure solid gold. Yeah. So while this is not, by a long shot, not one of my favorite Muppet movies, I think it is going to be fun. It's not if the Muppet movie I would have chosen, but I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> if it's even half as good as Muppet Christmas Tale, Carol, Carol, yeah. Carol. then I'm going to love it. it. It is. I'm going to bet they're pretty similar. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, what's interesting, if I can just chime in, is I just watched this cool video that I someone shared on Facebook that I saw that had Brian Hansen and I'm assuming one of the lead puppeteers like rewatching Muppet Christmas Carol and like talking about the behind the scenes stuff. Yay. It was so cool. And mm-hmm. he talks about uh, how Muppet Christmas Carol really set the tone for Muppet Treasure Island oh. and how Muppet Christmas Carol was one of the first times that Gonzo and Rizzo were a comedy duo. Oh. And that they also figured out in that movie that it's okay for the rats to have their own universe going on. <laughs> and so they just took that to the next level in this film. And the rats are having their own complete B story throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's so great. Like, they're in a completely different reality. And it's I love it. It's sort of it. like uh, the Doozers in Fraggle Rock. Oh. Yeah, I guess but so. They're off on yeah. the side having their own world. Uh-huh. And it's fine. It's so great, though. It's like, yeah. it's one of my favorite parts about this movie is the rats, I think. Okay. Sorry, I totally interjected myself there. I really like this no, movie. that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it, does that stand as your expectation, Ash? Oh, absolutely. I love this yeah. movie. I watch it probably once a year, I would say. I have it on VHS. So this is, I have this movie. My parents like taped it off of the TV on VHS. So it still has the original when it aired on TV. It has Michael Eisner introducing the film. Do you remember when he used to do that? And he's like introducing the film like on the set of Muppet Treasure Island kind of thing. Uh, So great. And so that's how I've always seen the film. And then my dad later on when I was in high school or whatever transferred the VHS to a DVD. So I have this DVD (laughs) ripped like vhs copy whoa and that's, awesome. uh, that's how i've always seen the that's movie. gonna feel really nostalgic yeah you know so it's probably four dollars at your local supermarket probably and but that is <laughs> you the can same, get this on dvd that's the same, the same dvd i forced you to watch when we watched it 
Because didn't we watch it the first time you ever saw it together? I think we did. I know you made me watch Christmas Carol. Oh, maybe it was Christmas Carol. Because I also have Christmas Carol recorded off TV on the VHS. (laughs) And I still watch it on the VHS because I'm still mad about the fact that they cut one of the scenes. Yeah, but it's like me and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. A a copy taped from the TV. The clean version. The clean version. Then I got she into got college the clean version. and I bought the DVD for like two bucks from Target. And I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's like a cool, like you're re It's like you're seeing the same film for the first time. Yeah. 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 It's it so funny. funny. I but anyway, miss the I love days this. of recording stuff off the TV. Like, <laughs> you what? Like, I miss the days of like popping Do a VHS you? tape. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, this is and then trying to like stop it during the commercials. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So you just like, get like a I'm like, second. When I watch of this the later, I don't want to see any commercials. That's smart. Yeah, that's work. For, that's very proactive. <laughs> yeah, it's very proactive. When I recorded or my parents recorded up at Treasure Island, it was like back in the day when they would play a movie and they wouldn't even interrupt it by commercials. <gasps> so it's like the uh, whole movie without whoa. commercials, which is just like crazy. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> like 1979 but uh anyway yes i love this movie i know every line of this movie because i've seen it over and over and over and over again and i know every song so i'm sorry but i will be singing the whole time i'm on board nick's like i'm so glad i'm not there (laughs) so brett what do you expect so my taste in movies has changed a lot uh as an adult uh and I'm pretty sure I'm going to like this movie because I I really like most of the Muppet stuff. But as a kid, I never watched this whole movie because I would start it and always get really bored and just turn it off. Interesting. It's only an hour and 38 minutes. Yeah, I think I know. Well, we'll we'll see if I'm remembering correctly. But I I think I know like the opening minute or two of the of the movie and then it's just like okay i'm gonna go do something else that's it you only made it a minute or two into <laughs> wow. the movie? like I, I know i know nothing about what happens Kid in this sucked man <laughs> i like i watched action movies and stuff when i was a little <laughs> kid right. well to be like to be the devil's advocate for you uh this movie does like the whole love story between between miss piggy and kermit in this film does deal with like a lot of adult themes that as a child i don't I don't know that it would speak to you. Maybe I think it lost me like in uh, like Before the opening that. song or whatever. Oh. Like. <laughs> songs are so oh. good. But, but she's like so Brett, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins now was the I'm shit. Imagining, yeah. Now I'm imagining you, let's say nine-year-old Brett, turning off Muppet Treasure Island and watching The Substitute instead. Yes. <laughs> and I fucking hate nine-year-old Brett. <laughs> This is this is a likely story too. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. Well, all right. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, go, I was, go ahead, Stephen. Give us your prediction. Well, I mean, this was one of those movies where you're like, "What was that movie again?" Like when you were in college and YouTube first came out, because like mm-hmm. my my college time was like perfectly timed with YouTube. Like freshman year, like first YouTube, like so you would f- try to remember certain things and you're like oh i just want to watch this this the like scene once upon a forest or you know just like random five goes west so like to me this is one of those movies in that category and like so my friend like my roommate and i got like weirdly obsessed with like just watching all the songs from this movie mm. so we never really like i know i don't think i've really i probably have watched the whole movie since but it's probably been like 
maybe almost 10 years now at this point. But like, I just remember loving the songs from this movie. The songs are so great. Like, even though like you could accuse cabin fever of being annoying, but it's still super enjoyable. It's but, like, so fun. And yeah. then all the, all the, all the other songs in it are so good. I want to be like, yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. It's just oh, so we'll, we'll full be of singing adventure, full of adventure and fun. <laughs> and uh. there's going to be some sing along here. I love it. So I, I'm anticipating I'm going to like it. I'm just curious to like, you know, again, it's like the YouTube era of like just watching segments of stuff, but it's like, yeah. oh yeah, there's a whole movie in between the songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious, but I think I'm going to like it for sure. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder you, if it you, like changes your view on the songs. Yeah. You've got a different childhood or maybe young adult experience. Like my, my experience I've talked about on this show is there's a lot of movies that I've seen, but I haven't seen the first 10 minutes because I've seen them on TV. Oh, you know, you're flipping through channels oh, yeah. and it's like, oh, this is that Ferris Bueller movie. And you keep watching, but you've never seen the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also think like growing up, like all the Star Wars movies, the original trilogy, like as a kid, were just all like one movie to me. Mm. And it wasn't until I got the it wasn't until I saw the special editions that it was like kind of clarified it. Yeah. Oh, because they were all just played. Because they're all just like played on TVS, all I feel like back and forth, or yeah, like James consecutively. Bond movies. Yeah. yeah. James well, Bond to be fair, too, yeah. all James Bond movies are the same. Yeah, no, that's, that's very true. <laughs> There's not a lot <laughs> of variety there. That's true. I mean, I just did, I just got the one of my Christmas presents was the box set on Blu-ray, so I'm just curious to I want to rewatch all of them again. Mm. Cause Wait, I the know. James Bond or Star Wars? James Bond. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All twenty, all twenty four Star Wars movies. Well, we are going to eventually have that many Star Wars movies. That's oh, true. Yeah, we're getting there for sure. Yeah. So. You know, you mentioned Cabin Fever, and it triggered this memory in my mind oh. of, and I just, I just, since we're all about like remembering, uh, I remember seeing this movie in the movie theaters. Oh wow! The downtown theater in Napa, Brett, when it came out. And I remember there's a puppet. I don't think it's really a spoiler, but there's a puppet in the movie that's a skeleton. And he's saying he has a line in the yeah. Cabin Fever song. And I remember it scared the shit out of me as a little kid. Oh. I was scared of this like skeleton puppet. But I loved the rest of the movie. But I remember leaving the theater being like, <laughs> oh, scary. Oh, my puppet. gosh. <laughs> uh, I, I love such those. a wimp. That, and that really is the magic of a film is scaring children like that (laughs) (laughs) but you love it but i loved it yeah i still love it it's and it's funny now when i see it i'm like i can't believe that scared me it's like so obviously a puppet you know it doesn't look like a real skeleton at all there's like other skeletons in the film like just that look real but that one for some reason i don't know why that was like watching uh muppet christmas carol for me and the uh, uh, child Brett and the existential horror of the of the Marley and Marley mm-hmm. uh, being in chains for all eternity after death. Yeah. I was just like, fuck. Well, they <laughs> talked about that in that video <laughs> that I saw uh, where Brian Hansen said they were like worried that it was going to be too scary for kids. Mm. That it part. was real dark. That uh, stuck with me. So if they were worried that was too scary, how the fuck did the dark crystal get made? I don't that know. Shit is legitimately that, shit, scary. that shit really did scare me. I, I don't think I, I've ever seen the whole movie because. Ride in terror. It scared me. I like watching the ring. Tape. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, All right. So let's let's get into this thing. We're gonna watch Muppet Treasure Island, and uh, we'll uh, get back on on the recording and tell y'all what we think. 
man are we? Sailing for adventure on the big blue wet thing. Boom shakalaka like a boom shakalaka like a boom shakalaka like a boom. Wait, was that like a play on like boom shakalaka? So she's like boom shakalaka. Is that just like a play? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. I believe so. I believe it's a play on words. So that was Muppet Treasure Island. Did you guys watch Muppet Treasure Island? We did. On and off. Um, (laughs) Nick, this time, I would like to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Not the elephant on screen. Yeah. (laughs) The actual pygmy elephant on screen. Yeah. Um, This movie stole a lot from Terminator because Sarah Connor was in it. (laughs) Sam can't let go that the little boy looks like Sarah he Connor. He looks like Sarah Connor. <laughs> wow. And the feathered hair isn't helping. He looks exactly like Sarah Connor. Neither is the mullet. And sang like a beautiful soprano soloist. Yeah, th- that, yeah. that boyish falsetto is exactly how I imagine Sarah Connor singing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to be somewhere better than this. <laughs> It's very high voice. He's very yeah. high voice. Yeah. Yeah. It was distracting and unsettling. And he's going to have a very difficult adulthood with that movie being in existence. Oh, we looked him up. He's he doing, he's doing good. He's doing <laughs> he's, well. IMDb well. confirms. <laughs> the only thing I recognized, he's in The Detectorists, this British show that I've been watching on Netflix. Do you, did I, you recognize him? No. That's the thing. Like, okay, he's in The Detectorist, but he's going to be like 25 years older, so I have no idea who he is. <laughs> yeah, what were your words, Stephen? Oh, man, he's an adult now. Yeah, oh, man, he's an adult now. <laughs> he looks pretty good. He looks good. He looks good, he you know? So you actually found a picture of him adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A picture of him as an adult. He, like, you know, he's, you know, that, that's the thing. Like, that's the unfortunate. It's it's the Leonardo DiCaprio syndrome. It's like mm-hmm. he's always going to seem kind of baby Ish, ish to us because yeah. like we just he, his young version of himself is so imprinted in our minds that he just looks like just yeah it's just well, like it an doesn't old help baby. that he still has the mullet and feathered hair yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> he's on the cover of <laughs> something he doesn't uh yeah, on the imdv photos there's a photo of him and it's just like oh that little kid's got like a grown-up haircut yeah yeah <laughs> no totally he does look familiar i still can't place hmm. him well, you did just watch a movie. I mean, he was great you, you in this. You can't place him? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, meaning as an adult, he looks familiar. Yeah. But you know what was, what was I don't know, I'm not going to say weird and not necessarily surprising, but like Tim Curry was acting in this movie. Oh, my God. He's so amazing. He's so he good. Better really than I remember. Good. Yeah. Better than what? Better than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. <laughs> And he's got this like perfect evil laugh that he can just snap into instantly, mm-hmm. and it's not overly it's cheesy, like clucking laugh. <laughs> 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 that was a perfect impression. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, that's what I like about the Tim Curry in this movie is that he's always he's kind of very dangerous for a kids movie. Like, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you kind of feel unco- like he's kind of the perfect villain for a kids movie because it's like slightly unhinged. stay away from my child. Yeah, there's yeah. Just, yeah. There's just something very kind of unsettling, even when he's like being good. Like, yeah, yeah. It felt and very I complex. Could, I could see if you are a kid watching this with no knowledge of the Treasure Island story, completely believing that he's a good guy. Yeah, at first. surprised by that turn. Mm-hmm. Which, Where, which I think I was when I saw it, the film. When but I was as kid. an adult, you can see the manipulation that he's doing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a pretty good performance. Yeah. It is. It, it is. And it's it's funny because it's, it's hard for me to watch Tim Curry sing uh, and not think of that Halloween wear switch uh, video. <gasps> yes. And yes. It can happen on Halloween. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we have to watch that one here no, for Halloween. No, that's a good one. So when I was looking up Brian Henson, apparently he's attached to a movie called Witch Witch. <laughs> like in like production like the sandwich place <laughs> oh. I, I don't know like is that related to this worst witch movie you're talking about mm, probably I don't know. not i don't know yeah. i don't i'm honestly not even sure if i if it was called the worst witch i just it, i think it was yeah. i'm pretty sure you're right yeah, yeah yeah i i do think you're right because i saw that listed somewhere too anything it's a very, can happen on halloween <laughs> God, it's so good. It's like the best musical number. And all of the lyrics of it are just things turning into other yeah. things. Your dog could turn into a cat. <laughs> or your car could turn into a bat, I think, was the next line. Oh, I Probably. don't remember. Yeah, worst witch. Wait. And they're making this, a new one? I, I don't or know. they made they, a new one. There's a new movie called Witch Witch. A wizard <laughs> decides to all the contest among the seven witches... To determine which he will marry. No, definitely oh not the Tim oh. Curry film. So it's like The Bachelor, but with, like Harry Potter. That yeah, and awful. The only actor currently attached <laughs> they to give it him is a Billy wand. Crystal. Billy oh. Crystal. Wait a minute! Yeah. This just turned around. Holy, yeah. holy shit! Could be good. Is Billy Crystal the Bachelor? No, <laughs> I don't no. Know. the Wizard Bachelor. He's the wizard that chooses. Yeah. But I think Do they what's... just like give them wands instead of roses. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready. I'm so on board for this now. <laughs> but even more exciting is they're actually finally making the Happy Time Murders movie. Have you what? heard of this? I don't no. know this. What? I've, I've heard of this case, yeah. It's they're a, making a d- movie based off of it? No, I don't think it's a real life story. It's a Oh, I thought, or no, the smiley face, sorry. It's oh, okay. different. It's a different murder. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be like a, a, a dark adult film noir detective movie with puppets oh. directed by brian henson and it's well, been like good in development hell for years and apparently it's coming out in august ah wow who's making elizabeth, it brian henson's director elizabeth banks melissa mccarthy maya rudolph joel McHale. oh wow um yeah a lot of that promises yeah. to be a certain type of movie <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. The certain type that could be really good. Yeah. Could be really bad. Anyway, mullet treasure island. How is it? Mullet treasure island. Yes. He did have it a mullet. Did have he did have a mullet. It, it did have music composed by Hans Zimmer. Yes. yes. Are you, you kidding the, me? Did you hear the Pirates of the Caribbean influence in a couple of those scores? <laughs> I did not make the connection, but that's a really good point. Now is this is this Hans Zimmer like Hans Zimmer Prime or like Hans Zimmer the team? Oh, this is this might have been prim- this prime. might be Prime. I feel like this is before the team era. Hans okay. Zimmer if- Optimus Prime. <laughs> before the what era? Like Hans Zimmer, like Hans Zimmer nowadays is a brand. Like his name goes on stuff that a lot of people make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has like a team behind him. Yeah, he's like like Lucas. You know how he has his whole ranch of people. He's franchised mm. his name. He's franchised yeah, his name. Kind of. He's got 188 credits, so. And that's how. Well, yeah, all the pirate scores were all like, 
like five people worked on all those scores. It was like Hans Zimmer did like one thing, kind of like how for solo, like John Williams is going to compose just one theme and then John Powell is going to do the rest of the movie. Oh, John I heard Powell's about doing that. the rest? Yeah, John Powell's yeah. doing solo, yeah. But John Williams is is just composing the main theme, which I just find that it's it, that just feels more like um <laughs> like a name, you know, like oh, let's just yeah. like it, it has John Williams, so therefore but, it'll be good. Yeah. But he just John walks Powell? into the room and is just like, "Hey, like I was thinking, you know, the, like the, remember that Imperial thing? Da 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 da. da. Yeah, work with that. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, walks out. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed the the Ew. Last Jedi and Force Awakens scores. Yeah, and Man. John Powell did the score for How to, How to Train, Train Your, Your Dragon, Dragon, which was amazing. So. Hmm amazing score yeah i mean there's great musicians out there wasn't it michael giacchino who did rogue one and it was really good there's great musicians but when they get old nick says they're done yeah (laughs) i mean well pop pop music would would uh, verify that (laughs) that's true i mean didn't look i was gonna say didn't hans zimmer play coachella last year what? Yeah, yeah. He did a what whole a badass. Yeah, he did like a whole he did all of his like you know, he did the Lion King. Well, this was post Lion King. So oh. like Lion King was like ninety four. Oh. So then this was wait, when did this movie come out wait, again? Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. So this was like prime yeah. prime Zim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, John Williams is eighty five years old. You have to admit, at a certain okay. point. <laughs> you know, right. people don't work when they're eighty five years old. I mean, in interviews, he's still pretty sharp. I wonder if he's yeah. just like, <laughs> they've kept, they've, I've made a deal with the devil. They're going to keep me alive until after I finish episode nine and then I can rest. And then yeah. he just like fades away. Yeah. Like. Can we talk about how, so I posed in the beginning that I always feel like, I always felt like this movie was like the Muppets made it. And then this is the movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's like, I think Steven, you said it's like they're real people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I feel like this film treats, treats it like that. Like I feel like they're this, just actors. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like yeah. even in the beginning, the opening credits are like Kermit as captain, whatever, you know, like yeah, yeah. they're crediting the Muppets in the very beginning of the film. And I like that. I like that perspective. And, and I mm-hmm. think that is the right way to think about it. And it really works that way. Muppets uh, Shakespearean acting troupe. Yeah. And then like there's even like moments where they reference, they seem to reference like we're not actually in this time period. Like Rizzo has like the, uh, when they're packing for, um, I'm forgetting his name. Oh, Scottish guy. That's awesome. Billy Yeah. In the beginning. (sighs) And he like pops up out of the chest and he's got like the funny, like. This is when there's Henry Kissinger's on diplomacy. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like. There's these little subtle references to like we're not actually in this time period. The shopping channel thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Shopping channel. <laughs> and and I did kind of like the uh, when they had the Swedish chef at the end. Then like, well, how did you think we were gonna get him in the movie? Yes. Yeah. Although I remembered having the same bit of disappointment I had. I don't know when I saw this the first time, of when they say, "All right, go below deck and talk to the chef." And I thought, all right, the chef on this ship is going to be the sweetest chef. And then there's Tim oh. Curry. And it's, oh, that's disappointing. Wow, this movie would have been so wildly different if the sweetest chef was Long John Silver. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Just indecipherable dialogue the whole time. Yeah. Everyone's like, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we had the 
now I want that like version just for laughs. Just What's for the laugh. 50 Mr. Mutiny? <laughs> so I like how Rizzo was just spreading the plague across everywhere, inviting yeah. his rat friends on. Yeah. Sam pointed out that it's just like how the real plague was spread was rats yeah, going I on was, ships. I was thinking the same thing, not necessarily the plague, but like that's how rats got on those ships, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty legit for the time period. Oh my gosh. I just love their whole, they just have this whole other side story that they're just on a, cr- just, a cruise. Just, the cruise. Yeah, they're on a cruise. This is like the dinner show that they're watching, you know, like I love that so much. I love the jazz band. Yes. And they're all dancing. And- I was yeah. expecting an animal freak out though. Yeah, they kind of, oh. they didn't do that. Yeah, animal just didn't really do anything in this movie except play drums. He just yeah. did here to play his original job. And freak out. And Missed freak opportunity. Out. Yeah. Yeah, it was like trying to fit all these Muppets into roles. Like, yeah. Again, like real people. So it's like. That yeah. fit the That to balance movie. the like, oh, what do we know of these, these Muppets versus what do we, you know, versus them playing roles, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is like. Yeah. Which, which is like. Did, they oh, did no, go, pretty go well with Bunsen and Beaker. Yeah, yeah. they were great. It's just like why like it's just interesting to me that like Fozzie is like a spoiled rich kid mm-hmm. like that's his role like It's so different from his normal role but it's so funny watching it fits. him Yeah, it fits. Well, he was still, you know, naive and dopey. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it was a good dopey character. <laughs> Mr. Bimble. Wait, did you think it was Mr. Bimbo or Mr. Bimble? Cuz that was Bimble. See, okay. I looked it up, and it's both. They listed as both. Oh. Well, yeah, because there's I, one point where one of the characters say bimbo, but he says bimble. Yeah. It gets really confusing. Okay, so I just picked up my phone with an intention to look up the role of Mr. Bimble. Yeah. but Which, of course, I can't do. But you said you looked it up. Where, how did yeah, you yeah. look that up? Um. Well, it's just on different, like, Muppetpedias. Okay. Like it's listed as different. And then on the IMDb trivia, it's also listed as um, like Frank Oz will say bimbo, but then you'll see in another thing it says bimbole. Yeah. So like, okay. yeah. Hmm. yeah. What you you were saying, Ash, like like on set, they're probably like, wait, which, which yeah, name which is, is it? it? Nobody knows. I bet Frank Oz, because you were reading, Stephen, you said you found something that said that Frank Oz hated the joke. Yeah, that like originally they all hated the joke. They're like, what is this? Like, I don't understand. And then it's they were not like, a good gag. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's a I, pretty I cut, lame gag. But it's like weirdly endearing <laughs> for some yeah. reason. I don't know. I agree with you. It's like, what is the joke? But at the same time, I don't know. I kind of like it. I like mm. the thought that the reason why his name is two different names is because they were definitely going to cut it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I like the thought that like Frank Oz hated it so much he just started calling him Bimbo <laughs> while everyone else was still calling him the right name. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Switch it up and see if anyone noticed. Yeah. I just love, I guess I love the fact that it's like so, like everything else in this movie, I guess not really, but but like relatively grounded in like Muppet, <laughs> like <laughs> Muppet universe, but this idea that. Yeah, this this idea that Fozzie is just like fucking insane. It's like so out there. I love yeah. that it's so random. Or that Gonzo's really into S and M. Yeah, yes. what is with that's that? What we all Gonzo up on. is you know, so I couldn't help off but the rails. That. 
Fifty Shades of Blue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he's got that weird nose. Who knows what could happen? Who knows? Who knows oh, where God. he puts that nose? <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of like him being tied up, and he was like really enjoying Into it. it yeah, the, the starfish. Stretching. The starfish, which apparently he carried in his pants all the way till the climax of the film. Where yeah. he used them oh against that other oh creature. So they've been in his pants the whole time. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so and they're good. alive. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy, right? The yes. other thing we have to talk about that you missed, Nick, which was like just a joy to watch Sam just freak the fuck out over Miss Piggy having real <gasps> legs. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why does she have human legs? She needs to have pig legs. And hooves. She can't have real human legs. She had like then, regular proportion thighs and calves. She's like just people legs. She's just a human with a pig head. See, and as that's soon as you okay. as soon as so, you said that when we were watching the film, it just like ruined Miss Piggy for me for life. Because are you that talking is when disturbing. they were hanging upside down? Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever seen her legs before. And like I'm totally willing to believe that there's little pig hooves in those shoes. Oh, God. <laughs> but those were real human legs, real calves, thighs, knees, not pig legs. Well, the puppet version of them, anyway. The puppet version. <laughs> that is not okay. I don't have a problem with that. She was uh, just flipping out. It was so great. <laughs> so great. Could not handle it. You know, have, it, have any of you seen a normal vanilla version of Treasure Island? Movie. I haven't, no, but I, haven't I read either. the book mostly. I didn't finish it, but I read most of it. I'm just curious that that bit where they're hanging upside down with the rope over the fire seems like it could make for a really good action scene. And I'm curious if well, that, that is legitimately in the story. If it's in another movie, no, the love story is not in the book. No, at all. no, no. The 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 trap where they're hanging upside down with the fire burning the rope. Oh, just the trap. I think in I've general. seen that in movies before. Mm. I've definitely mm-hmm. seen that in movies before. Yeah, but I don't remember. I can't, or like, not maybe not movies, but a TV show. I it's, feel like this was the first time I saw it. In a yeah, movie, me too. Though I just yeah. feel like that could make for that. a really great action scene of like, you know, one of them the rope burns, the other has to catch, and then they climb on the rocks and stuff. And I don't know, it could the be cliffs a really of cool insanity. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's the uh, pirate version of the uh, James Bond, and now I will leave you in it's the so room with the is. sharks. Yeah. yeah. What do you expect me to do? Die, Mister Bond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I expect you to die. Because nobody actually wants to watch people be gruesomely murdered. <laughs> wait, uh, can I, I was, saw movies? Wait, that thing. Can, I'm so glad that you said that. Can we just like tangent? So I've never seen Saw. I did not know that Carrie Elways is in Saw. Wait, yeah. what? Right? Yeah. Really? What? Now we have yeah. to watch it. No, yeah. no. The, the, the first <laughs> one before. I think it's, it's also Danny Glover. Always was. Yes. What? Danny Glover. I, yeah. I like looked. I, I don't know how I found it out recently, but I was like, now I now is the only time in my life I've ever wanted to see Saw. No. The first no. movie's so pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first movie's really good. I yeah. don't need to ruin I'm sorry, Sam. The Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Wed Pirate Wobbit. No, he's a, he's a good guy. But I, I do want to address this the thing you were guy. talking about. Like, there's always in the movie, they just stick them like, here's this trap and you can't possibly escape and I'm going to walk away. 
you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like nobody ever just pulls out a gun and shoots somebody, right? Well, then the movie. Would I mean, be to over. be fair, it's a, <laughs> although this is the right. only movie Muppet. Like I was like, do Muppets hold guns in other movies? Like, oh, yeah. that's a good question. Or but like, it occurred the, to me in what is it? Uh, is it Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back on Cloud City? Return of the Jedi. No, Empire. So, Empire. 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 So they walk in the room. Darth Vader is sitting down at the table waiting for them. Han Solo just whips out his gun and starts blasting. No hesitation, no drama. He's just going to shoot him dead right there in the chair. And I love that. That's the only time in the movie where they say, nope, just going to fucking shoot him. Yeah. Well, of course, shoots first. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it didn't quite work out in that scenario, but I don't know. I like that. this movie had the moment kind of like that in the sense that like Kermit is like showboating and then Tim Curry's just like watching him and then basically like lets Kermit like, you know, in that moment, like fail, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kermit's role in this movie is kind of kind of weird. And one he, like, he kind of has a, doesn't have that much to do because it's yeah. really um, the kids. Yeah. Hawkins. Jim. Jim's movie. Yeah. Jim. Jimmy. Jim. 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 Jimmy. Jim. 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 <laughs> yeah. They, that would be maybe my only complaint. Like, he needs to be the captain in the story, but this is not a story where the captain is that important. Well, and also that that sequence where he's showboating is, like, he's expressing a personality that we really haven't seen for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's kind of an asshole in this movie. If he just, like, left Miss Piggy at the altar and, like, (laughs) like, their relationship is so fucked up. And weird. It's pirate logic where every or it's, yeah. it's a sailing seas logic where it's like, yeah, everybody's lost their dad because all their everybody's dad in this universe right. has run off to go be a pirate or be a be a sailor. That's true. It's it's messed up, man. It's like <laughs> it's a, a hard a, life. A universe. Yeah, yeah. All the ki- yeah, all the kids where? leave home to go. Well, there's no parents. Oh yeah, yeah. No adults anywhere. <laughs> oh weird. Oh, I guess yeah. I, in the games, yeah. I always assumed that Brock was like the adult, but I guess not. But he like looks older, you know. Yeah, he's like yeah. fourteen. Yeah, I guess so. Because all yeah. the kids are like ten. What is going on? <laughs> oh my god! What's Nick's going on down. is you were. Oh, are you? We You're got a lot of leg. We got a lot of leg there. Your Bert <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just need a mustache <laughs> and a bearskin rug. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in the bedroom what? because the other room is so live it was all echoey oh yeah so my legs are cramped sorry <laughs> whatever you want to show us the starfish in podcasting here, is pain <laughs> yes uh, i actually like the f- i think we were like thinking about like well, yeah what was like mr bimble a reference to and how you oh, were saying how like yeah that's why you, you looked know, it up or like all the or like the blind thing the blind shot like oh, all the yeah. meta jokes like were probably a reference to some pop culture stuff, but in a weird way, it works for me because I don't remember what any of their references what are to. So, Bimble be the Shining. I couldn't help uh, but think of that. Really? Like that's, huh? I never thought of that one before. Oh, I actually, but no, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. Tony lives in his finger. Yeah. Hmm. Think about that. But I feel like the meta stuff, like usually in these movies, like in any, like, like in Shrek, you know, like all that, those jokes don't really hold up. But for some reason, I think, because like, maybe I just wasn't watching what was on TV. Like, I'm sure somebody who's probably like watched this movie with their kids that, or like if my parents or whatever, they were probably like, ugh, like a reference to some newsline article at the, during the day. Yeah. Well, the perfect, the perfect uh, example of that is they're doing the song. I could have been this, I could have been that. 
and the one guy is, I could have been a contender. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? On the waterfront jokes in a kid's movie in 1996? <laughs> I don't know. I always got that, though. Did you? Yeah, oh. I did. But And I've never seen On the Waterfront, but I've oh. always gotten that joke. <laughs> yeah, that went over my head. I've never seen it. That's just a thing that people do when they're doing an impression of Marlon Brando? Well, I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's just a joke that I've seen over and over again that I just got was like a common reference. Mm. Yeah, it was just part of the grander pop culture. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to like the, the blind thing, the like they prefer the term visually challenged yeah line was like whoa what was going on because i think sam you were like that's so relevant even today i know yeah but well my thought about it was like uh you i mean usually nowadays when there's a joke like that it's it's almost always a like a writer that's making fun of you know it's one of those like usually one of those wrong side history jokes right where there's something in pop culture where someone was rightfully offended and there's a writer that's like making fun of their pain yeah Uh, yeah but like i wonder what it was i know what was it in 1990 1996 yes i'm gonna remember at some point (laughs) oh wait this movie is uh we missed this movie's 20th anniversary by two years we did yeah (laughs) that's a shame (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, Nick's not disappointed. So did you still hate it, Nick? I that's the thing. I don't hate it. I certainly don't hate it. It's so fun. It's, you know, it's hanging out with the Muppets. But, you know, just to give you an example, you talk about how great the mu- the music is in this movie. But I don't think any of these songs come close to the music in like the first Muppet movie, Rainbow Connection, I, you know, The Magic kind of Store. A- Agree with you. I'm sorry, Ash. No, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> like I there just are, don't, there are Muppet ha, songs that are masterpieces. I mean, I know Rainbow Connection for sure, but I can't think of any of the other songs from those movies besides Rainbow yeah. Connection. There's this song Gonzo does, I Want to Go Back There Someday, in the first movie that is heart wrenching and beautiful and is mm. so much better than anything I've seen in Treasure Island or. Christmas well, you know Carol. why I think I really like this film because I was thinking about it and after I saw that, I keep talking about it, but that video about um, them re-watching Christmas Carol and like giving notes behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But I really think, I don't love this movie because of the songs. I love this movie because of the Gonzo, Rizzo comedy yeah troop and i love this movie because it's a parody and like that's what i love i love making parodies that's what i do and so i think for me that's why i really love this movie because it's like oh here's this cast of characters i really love doing this really great parody and then on top of that there's this great comedy duo who's like pushing the story forward and i think that's why i really like christmas carol and Muppet Treasure Island is Rizzo and and Gonzo are just so great. And Gonzo, I think, has always been my favorite Muppet. It's mm. it's kind of like the difference between Stand By Me and The Sandlot. Yes. Like Stand By I Me is very that. philosophical and serious, and The Sandlot is just like fluff candy fun. Mm-hmm. It's totally you, the difference between these you two. You are absolutely right. It's This is a great movie. It's a great, fun movie that stands in the shadow of of much better movies you know and it wouldn't the thing is is nick you're definitely right because this movie wouldn't be good 
if we didn't have the other movies that's before also it. true yeah. yeah yeah you know so, they set up these characters for me to love this you know them in this and i think the thing to do is you know think of it the way you're thinking of it or thinking of, of like Oh, it's an episode of The Muppet Show. And now we've got a sketch about Treasure Island. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, and that's this just the way I always kind of like. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is, you know, they finally make it to Hollywood. They're they're making movies. And this is just one of the movies that they make. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit elevated, though, for me, just because of how good Tim Curry is in it. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I think they allowed him to be such a complex character for what the rest of the movie is just like a fun parody. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the and ending it, of the movie is so great. I mean, they allow for that a little bit more. I mean, I guess, like, pirate movies are always kind of weirdly complex, I think. Mm -hmm. Not like... There's a lot of double like, crossing. Like, thoughtful complex, but just, like, in the terms of, like, double crosses and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So that was, like... Yeah. I mean, this is like obviously enjoyed the 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 original pirate trilogy, but like this is just kind of distilled to like in a humorous elements of like what are great about pirate movies. In yeah, a weird way. Mm -hmm. what's the funny parts about pirate movies? And and Michael Caine in Christmas Carol, same thing is like that movie is so great because yeah. Michael Caine is just like bringing it in that yeah. film. <laughs> oh, he yeah. was working in that. He was so yeah. good. But it, it also like when you pair the puppets with the really good serious actors, actor mm -hmm. it makes you believe the puppets more yeah yeah and like uh. the acting of the puppets is so good yeah like, and brian hansen talked about that too how it like heightens the comedy totally. mm -hmm. and like you just believe kermit's little like silly faces more when mm -hmm. it's bouncing off of a serious actor yeah yeah because yeah, kermit's normally the straight man isn't he but yeah. I guess yeah. this allows him to be less of that. Well, he's like a weird, like, emo captain. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't even have to be about straight man, funny man in a scene. It has to be an actor who who believes in the content. Yeah. And truly and also does is the treating right. them like they are another highly trained professional actor. Yeah, like another them. actor on screen. Yeah. Believable interactions. So you mentioned Captain, and then that brought me to Star Trek, and then that brought me to the <laughs> thought of, we need a freaking Patrick Stewart Muppet combo. <gasps> oh, Ooh. yes. Yeah. Have we not the had Muppets that? The Muppets do Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've had it. If Pigs we have, I haven't space. seen it, and I want it. Yeah, I mean, Pigs in Space is the Star Trek parody that you want, oh. <laughs> but you don't get Patrick Stewart because it was in the 70s. But yeah. you do get a pig doing kind of a Zap Brannigan, William Shatner sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. But yeah, I would love to see Patrick Stewart hanging out with Muppets doing some Shakespeare. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, do you think if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brian Henson, if you're listening. Would they do like another straightforward, not straightforward? Obviously, this isn't a straightforward adaptation of treasure island but i wonder would they do like a muppets do a classic it, it would have to be midsummer night's dream yeah. oh that'd be pretty good well the heartbreaking thing is that they said okay we're gonna make a new tv show and they didn't do a new version of the muppet show they did a a dour cynical you know piece of garbage that just happened to have <laughs> yeah. muppets in it and what if they had just done a new Muppet show and had all of these actors we want doing a new Muppet show? 
That's what I thought we were going to get. Me too. But no. Did Why they did not even use it? Jim Henson? Or Brian had like didn't they didn't they go with a different company to do it too or like probably some Disney weird right? that that owns the know. rights now right they bought them from yeah Disney them, owns the rights yeah so I don't think so but that that show didn't sound very Disney so no I, it was like but I'm pretty sure Disney produced it though yeah it was on ABC yeah ABC. I'm yeah. pretty mm-hmm. sure huh. it was a Disney thing and I think the problem was was they were I think what they were trying to do is they were saying. Well, the only people who care about the Muppets are older people, you know, people who are like adults now. So let's just, you know, make a show that's geared towards adults. But they totally forgot, like, the thing that we all love about the Muppets is the fact that, like, they're great from every generation, you know. And I think they were trying to do The Office. Yeah. Oh, totally. They were trying to do 30 Rock slash The Office. And that cynicism doesn't work with those characters. No. I feel like they're just focusing on how do we make the Muppets relevant instead of like yeah. mm-hmm. what what do people like about them and how can we kind of modernize it? They they were going for likes. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. they want an answer to that question, go to Jason Siegel and Nick Stoller and look at the yeah. movie that they made a few short years ago. <laughs> you know, these yeah. things can work if you have confidence in the material. Well, yeah, and that I mean that just makes me think like that you know, they wouldn't have the confidence to do Muppets doing a classic book or story mm-hmm. again. It almost feels like, I mean, in, you know, it's not really like how I feel about it, but it almost feels like Muppet Treasure Island in another world. This would be like a direct to TV kind of movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, which I think well, it was. Yeah, I was say, oh, I it, was? it was. I'm oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I God, don't Tim know. Curry was so good in it. <laughs> I think these two were in theaters. Ash, didn't you say you saw it in the theater? Oh, yeah, you're right. I did. Well, there. <laughs> Are you arguing with yourself? I am. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like they wouldn't have the confidence to, like, Muppets yeah. do the Da Vinci Code or whatever. You know, like, yeah. although that would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, my God. Like, like Fozzie as, like, the um, Sir Ian McKellen, like, Ooh. like Catholic priest role. <laughs> and, like, Gonzo's whipping himself. Like, um, <laughs> oh, like, um, <laughs> Like um oh my god the guy who plays Vision um, yeah I forget oh, in, in I don't even remember that movie Da Vinci Code yeah I it mean would be, it would be better with Muppets it, what if they did Dracula that would be fucking amazing or like Frankenstein <gasps> that would be so good that would be so amazing well, I like Vampire Kermit yeah <laughs> any of these could be sketches on a new Muppet show yeah yeah but uh, yeah I wonder what it was <clears throat> I wonder what the, it was about Treasure Island and Christmas Carol like. It yeah, why did they like, choose those? Yeah, but you're right. It probably would be a Shakespeare one if they did another yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think of something that is, first of all, public domain, and <laughs> second of all, like, accessible to a wide range of ages. Are both? Oh, I guess those are both public domain, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. you're old enough. Yeah, but, like, if you read Ooh. the the Treasure Island, yeah, it's not, like, super kid-friendly, but... Like, Moby Dick would be another good one. Oh, Ooh. Moby Dick would be great. Who would play the whale? Miss well, Piggy. I was going to say they'd probably make Miss Piggy play the whale, and Kermit is He's like, a giant Miss Piggy. Yeah. Oh, uh, they just make a whale. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be an established Muppet character. That's true. Yeah. Excuse us for joking. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I find fascinating about this is the idea that you've got Frank Oz who has become 
you know, this incredible filmmaker who's just basically keeps coming back and stands underneath Miss Piggy for all these weird random movies. Well, he didn't do that for this movie. I re- I was reading and he actually, oh. cause he was doing Bowfinger. Oh, if anybody remembers that movie with um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh. And he, so he's so just the voice. He was just the voice in this movie. I believe huh. I, I, I was, when I was skimming through the trivia, I saw that. Okay. Oh, so. interesting. Well, at this point he's no longer performing Miss Piggy. I think he stopped doing that with the second of the new movies. Oh, wow. Mm. But for a while, it was, you know, here's this amazing filmmaker doing the puppetry for some goofy, goofy ass movies. That's so funny. It's probably just fun. Like, it, yeah. it's probably a lot yeah. of work too, but it's probably just like fun. I feel like that's why, like, uh, Jillian Anderson and David Duchovny keep coming back to X Files, not because it's good, but because it's just like, it's like comfort food. Like, yeah. like Johnny Depp and. Pirates movies. Pirates. 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 Yeah, oh yeah. no, let's not. It's speak just an of easy that. paycheck. A horrible and... fifth film. Yeah, even the fourth one was bad. Yeah, Ugh. pirates. Well, sorry to kill that conversation. Yeah, yeah. all pirates all the time. <laughs> Johnny Depp kills most conversations. I, I like Rizzo a lot in this movie also because he's kind of like the audience. He's like, it's like we're supposed to be on a grand adventure. And then Rizzo's like, ugh, like just point me to the food. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I want I want there to be a Rizzo Twitter. Like I feel like it would right? be really yeah. funny. Or his so Instagram be. account of like all of the food he's yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. There is a Kermit the Frog Twitter. Oh, really? And oh, really? I follow it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. He doesn't post very often. Though. Oh. oh. But yeah, I liked his care, Even though like. Again, it's that meta thing where, like, it could be, like, tired or, like, a little played out. Like, I never thought it was uh, – they spaced it out enough that it wasn't, mm-hmm. like yeah. – And you can see the, the breadcrumbs of it in uh, Christmas Carol because in Christmas Carol, he's, like, eating in every scene, too. And they don't <laughs> yeah. always, like, bring attention to it, but, like, sometimes they do and and it's, it's just, like – you know, like, there's a scene where he's, like, eating – um, jelly beans or whatever you know and like sometimes they don't even bring attention to it he's just like eating popcorn or like an apple or something so he's like brad pitt then he's just because like brad eating. pitt's always eating in all yeah. his movies too yeah. so ash have you seen muppets take manhattan yeah i've seen all of them i mean <gasps> the the rizzo and rat stuff in that is brilliant like oh yeah they hadn't quite built that gonzo team yet but right w- yeah with the rats working in the kitchen of the diner that's you know, i'm gonna have to go back about that yeah i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it because i don't remember that much that's is that the heist one where there's like kind of a heist no, going on that's great muppet caper oh yeah. well then muppets take remember. manhattan is the second one where they're like trying to get on broadway oh okay i mean but i know i've seen it they're like working the the kitchen and the diner so he's like uh, ice skating on pats of butter on the griddle. <laughs> oh yes, I, I do remember the that. Egg beater like a bicycle. Yes, yeah, yeah. Great I think stuff. I just really love the rats because they just do the fun little like they were our generation's minions. I guess. Oh yeah, I was going to say this gener- our wow. generation's scrap. Oh, you know, from the Ice Age movies. <laughs> Why the minions are brilliant? I I hundred percent love minions. the minions, but the minions are more of like a one note thing. I would argue yeah. that the rats have a little more depth. Okay, I think <laughs> and variety. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I I would agree with that for sure. Oh man, just leave any other notes I have. All right. So what what are our final thoughts on this thing? 
Brett, I think you were the biggest uh, X Factor here. You hadn't really seen it all the way through before. Yeah, no, I definitely hadn't seen anything past the opening sequence. I wow, (laughs) wow. Yeah, how did it hit you, Uh, guys? I don't think I like pirates very much. Oh, Uh, I like this movie. It's a good movie, uh, but I think it's just like there's a there's an element of of pirate adventure that's never captured my imagination oh my god you're breaking my heart breaking my heart (laughs) not Um, a boat guy not a boat guy yeah yeah i guess not uh uh but the uh of the of the muppet stuff that i've seen uh this definitely like is not the the highest of the like the the songs like Mm. christmas carol is kind of like the one that i've seen the most carol has really great songs um and that's this i got a soft spot for that and like if you compare the the set of you know the set list directly i think christmas carol has some real real bangers (laughs) Uh, (laughs) really gets the party going that's the quote for this episode (laughs) christmas carol has a few bangers (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, no, I, I think it was. Uh, I think what what really makes this movie is Tim Curry for sure, so uh, as in so many movies that he's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like that's why I would watch it again is because Tim Curry did a great job. You said the same thing in it, probably. Like the whole point of watching this movie is for Tim Curry. Yeah, oh, I mean right. that and Legend, which I thought was going to have more Tim Curry than it did, oh. and that was the only good part. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's I just I just wish there's I mean there's so much Tim Curry stuff, but still not enough. But still not enough. Still not enough. Mm. <laughs> well, he's getting old, guys. He's getting old. Uh. The Nick's words. Anyway, good good movie, uh, but probably not my thing. So I I think my final thoughts are are kind of known. It's you know it is a very good movie that stands in the shadow of m- better movies that it reminds me of. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it. When I say that sentence, it sounds like I'm pooping on the movie, but it was a good, fun movie. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. I I like Muppet Christmas Carol. No, Carol. Carol. I keep calling. <laughs> I want to call it the Christmas Caper. Oh, uh, that would be a great true. movie. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I I definitely like the Christmas Carol better. Um, I think the music is a little catchier. I still really enjoyed this, but I think. I kind of stand with nine-year-old Brett in that the beginning is a little <laughs> slow. Hmm. Yeah. Even though the house catches on fire and everything? Ah, I really wasn't in until they were on the boat singing, and I was like, okay. So mm, I've deal. actually got additional input on, on nine-year-old Brett there as well. Oh, no. Uh, which, oh, you just which received is, a transmission uh, from e- the past? Even in this viewing... Uh, I could not understand what the fuck they were saying until like I, like that the woman that was in the house. Uh, oh. Like everybody had these real weird ass accents. So like nine year old Brett was watching this, and just being like, "It sounds like gibberish." Like I don't even know what's going on. And, Ouch! Sorry, UK people. <laughs> Get a bit of bread, you know. <laughs> See, I, I mean, that's I think that's an interesting comment though because like a lot of films, I like a lot of the British comedy stuff and. Uh, Bryce often is like I'm having a hard time understanding them and I've never had a hard time understanding British or Scottish accents. You, you have to do 23 and me and find out if you're as Irish as I am. 
Well, I so I looked up. I haven't done I haven't done twenty three and me. But over this Christmas break, I looked up my last name, Blodgett, and it turns out that it is English. It's like Welsh or something. There you go. And mm. uh, and that there's like a family crest even, and that my Aww. ancestors were like nobles or something. Oh shit, girl, you a princess. I know. So I, I'm I'm the British princess I always wished I would be. Your name is also on a lot of like bagel machines. Is it really? What? And you know, yes. Yeah, so I'm lot Jewish, of, maybe. <laughs> there's a lot of people in the UK who would be very, be very angry to hear you say that Welsh and British are the same. I thing. know. I'm sorry. I corrected myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but also, to be fair, part of the appeal of Billy Connolly to an American audience is the shtick that he the does accent. when you can't understand what he's saying. That's true. But you like know? Jim, you know, Michael Caine is a great actor. Michael Caine is a class one drug. Like it's a felony. It's you know, it's, it's hard <laughs> for kids to understand that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What? Back up. What? I can't understand what British Michael people are Caine. saying half of the time. That's it's unfortunate because they're really. How did you handle Matt Barry then? Because he's like really enunciating the whole he time. Does, he overkills it. It's yeah. hilarious. Is this why you don't like Outlander? Whiskey? It's, Outlander's got other problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, Sam, Outlander is uh, porn for women. That's... Have you not seen HBO, girl? Well, yeah, but... <laughs> HBO and stars. <laughs> but like Outlander is specifically wow. definitely targeted towards women. And you should pick up a copy of True Blood. My problem with oh, I've never seen. is the the main character lady uh, has to explain the plot a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, with her voiceover. She's like, it turns out that everything was totally different than what I thought. And we didn't show you on screen, but I'm telling you now. <laughs> or like but they will show us on screen. Do you know anything about the Jacobite Rebellion? Because I kind of need I? her to educate me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's some important information. <laughs> But that the, all of that—that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is they, they didn't even—they didn't even do it on screen, uh, or at least the episode that I saw. And she's just like, "Oh!" And then I realized that this was that historical thing, uh, and that happened. And we're not going to show it on screen, but I'm talking about it anyway. This right. was our Outlander Outlander fan cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ash, did you give us all of your thoughts? Uh, no, I don't think so. I love this movie. I still love this movie. Steven and I were singing along. Yeah, we were we were singing. I mean, it was it, it kind of I mean, this is a little bit different, but it was like when I saw Lion King in 3D, mm. when it first started, you could kind of hear people being like yeah. and then and then it's, it's like and then like I just can't wait to be king. It's like I just can't. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. And like uh, half the audience just started singing along out loud That's in this so movie awesome. theater. Cuz it was like so many people were seeing that movie like who had seen it as a kid. Like that was my Disney movie because that's when my dad took my sister and I to Orlando. Like oh, when wow. we were, you know, when we were like, um, did you see I guess the like, Lion King parade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Lion it King was parade. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like it was kind of like watching this movie right now. Just like it was almost like, well, I could sing along to the whole movie, but I guess I'll restrain a little bit. Yeah, I was but like, we were, we were like trading. We were like, yeah. all right, we're gonna. That's I was so doing weird it quietly. because the music in Lion King is so much better than this. Oh, Hans Zimmer. Han- oh yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah wait and this i think they came out the same no lion king was 94 they were saying mm. okay. so this this came right after so yeah um well yeah i mean the lion king is i mean that's my favorite disney movie just because it was like the most connected to growing up mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love this movie too. I can see it's like flaws definitely more, but I think cause Tim Curry's like performance is so good. It, it's just like, it makes it worth watching. Like you were saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I enjoy it. I definitely, yeah. Again, I think I, I see the flaws in it and stuff. I see that like Kermit kind of has nothing to do mm. in this movie. <laughs> like, but yeah. it's just the nature of the movie itself. And I guess that doesn't really bother me. No, because, it, yeah, it doesn't like, bother me. But I know this will kill Nick, but like Kermit is not my favorite character. <gasps> so for me, it's like I'm much happier with Gonzo and Rizzo being in the spotlight. Mm. But, you know, is your favorite Muppet Kermit? Oh, yeah. You're, oh, you're asking me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nick, is that your favorite puppet? <laughs> Or Muppet. I mean, I, puppets. I guess. Me. Don't you fucking call them puppets. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I guess I guess I would have to go with Kermit, but there are others that have special place in my heart. I mean, I don't know who Swedish I Chef, Beaker, you know. Nick but. dressed up as the Swedish Chef for Halloween <gasps> once, and it was so on point. Oh. I will have what? to post the picture. Yeah, You haven't seen that picture? No. Oh, it's so good. Oh. This I'll, was I'll how I met you. Nick. I oh met God, Nick dressed up as the Swedish chef Nick. and like no. I couldn't you couldn't see his face because you I forget what you had on your face but like it was a lot of like yarn a, yeah mustache. <laughs> you put yarn on your for face? the mustache I'll, I'll so send you the picture oh, I have to see that I, just I, I even had like, a chicken in a pot yeah I was like who's who dressed up as the Swedish chef that guy's so cool somebody <laughs> was like oh yeah that's Nick it was like the best way to meet you wow I'll uh, I'll send the uh, Swedish Chef picture. I'll also send. I think I have a picture of Ash's costume at the same party, which was Amelia Earhart, which was oh, pretty yeah. awesome. I was oh, Amelia Earhart, awesome. which and nobody if you want, got. You could you could post those on Twitter. Okay, I will. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you have. Do you have a picture of mine? My costume? I might. I found a folder because I was showing Luna earlier, and it's got oh. a bunch of pictures from that party. Oh, awesome! So it might be in that folder. Well, I was Amelia Earhart for the work party, but for the party with the pumpkins was when Bryce and I were Daft Punk. Ooh, yeah, those were two different awesome. years. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. But anyway, I still love this movie. I right. It still has such a beautiful place in my heart. I love it so much. And I don't know if you kept watching, Nick. I've forced everyone to sit through the credits to watch the button with Tim Curry. No. Oh, so there's a little button with Tim Curry and it's like he lives on the island now and there's like this, (laughs) the like carved rock things that are in the movie. Easter Island heads. Yeah, the Easter Island heads. It's like an Easter Highland head, like just telling horrible dad jokes and Tim Curry having to deal with that on the (laughs) island for the rest of his life. I just love that. So that's like honestly my favorite part of the whole movie is the fact that Tim Curry (laughs) has to live on this island with this Easter Island head telling dad jokes for the rest of his life. I don't know. Uh, It's just so great. I love it. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us for uh, Muppet Treasure Island. I think we had a good time. Uh, Stephen Ray Morris, tell us where we can find information about you and where we can find your shows and your book. Oh, thank you. Sure. Uh, this has been so much fun. Well, I mean, yeah, again, like the moment we were just like, all right, the movie's starting, we're singing along. Yes. This is happening. I yeah. was like, this is the best. Um, <laughs> you can always find me, um, on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris. That's Stephen with a V, uh, Ray with a A Y. Um, yeah, you can check out, uh, see Jurassic right. And the percast, um, just they're they're everywhere. If you just type them in, they'll they'll pop up. Now I had you to search to for that <laughs> just to make sure I knew I was you were I was hearing it right. C as in like 
go see a movie jurassic right the direction right (laughs) yeah it's a reference to a mountain goat song which is a reference to a greyhound bus slogan from the 50s it's whoa i know i I got very strange about it but um yeah see jurassic right uh the percast with three r's yeah, with three R's. Mm. Um, yeah, just go. Yeah, you can just go look them up there and or go to your website. Yeah, there's yeah. like links which all I on have there. to update my website. Yeah. It's like from it's like from <laughs> over a year ago. But you, you can that it, is it, not that, that long. You, yeah. It can lead you to places. So, but yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for having me on. This was so yeah, fun. thank you. Thanks it was so coming. fun. And thanks for the extra Jurassic Park chat. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's always oh. fun to talk to someone who loves these movies the way we love these movies. If we ever decide to do Jurassic Park, we'll have to have you back. Yes, I would love that. I could talk awesome. about it forever. It'll be like the longest episode probably because we'll just we'll <laughs> five parter. Continue, yeah. yeah. That'll be all right. Oh, maybe we could do that before the new movie comes out. Ooh, Fallen Ooh. Kingdom comes out January, January June twenty second. I was like, oh no, January yeah. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, June twenty second. Oh I've, great! I've only seen the remake or the reboot and the original. I haven't seen anything. In oh, between. maybe we you should watch should one do, of the sequels. You guys should do like Jurassic Park three. Ooh, like that yeah. one would be a good one for this podcast of like because I think that's yeah. the one I it's haven't sacred. seen. Yep, exactly. In yeah. the longest is two. Oh, yeah. do do do. Who's calling me? Do 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 do. No. It's RJ. <laughs> oh, always calling at the worst time. <laughs> um yeah, is two is two a sacred film? Two's it's, actually pretty good. It's good, but also it's like it's good, but it also might be one of the worst Spielberg films too. Which is saying a lot because Spielberg is great. Like yeah. how you were saying with the Muppet movies, it's like Muppet yeah. Treasure Island, you know, might not be the best Muppet movie, but it's like it's still a Muppet movie, and it's that's kind of how I, I think a lot of people feel about Lost World. It's like yeah. well, yeah. it's it has still to Steven exist Spielberg. in a world with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I think of two when I think of only the one uh, the RV or the the RV the scene, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I don't remember anything else yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. that's such a great scene. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Vehicle stunts. Mm-hmm. It was. I saw two recently, and it was just better than I expected it to be, which surprised me because, like, I didn't think it was going to be very good. It it, it it flips on me every time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this actually isn't as horrible as I thought. Yeah, it's like, oh, Goldblum really can carry the whole film. You know, like I was yeah. worried. Not that Goldblum can't carry a whole film. It's just I was like, how is that character, you know, Ian, going yeah, to yeah. carry a whole film? But they managed it. They managed it. Yeah, and he's going to be back. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't know that. That's exciting. Yeah. All right, Brett. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's your wrap up time. Oh yeah, it is wrap up time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you like the show, this is part of the Laugh Stash TV network of content. It's the podcast and a YouTube channel where we've got a cooking show and a drinking show, video game parodies, and lots of other fun stuff. Yeah. We um the the exciting updates about the YouTube channel um. <laughs> Number one, we started doing the Hunger Dames, which is our cooking show live. So we live stream it every month. We do a live stream episode for it. We're working on nailing a normal time down. But until then, just keep looking for updates. But um, yeah, so we're doing another one this month. Um, So look out for that. And then another fun thing is uh, a new episode of Let's Drink is coming out soon this month. Uh, we are going to be releasing our spicy beers episode, 
where if there was oh, ever no. <laughs> if there was ever any doubt oh, that no. I enjoy torturing Brett, this is the one hundred percent confirmation. Is this the one where I like one. like wiped my forehead and then the chili oil got in my yes. eyes? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No. Yes. And then we made him sit there for the whole outro of the show, just dying. Yeah, and they like stretched it out for like twenty minutes. And, and I'm just like, and on top of that, we d- raw, they raw didn't habanero pepper that I had on my finger. Yeah, it sucked. On top of that, they didn't have milk, so all uh. we had was butter. So we're just like rubbing butter all over oh our faces. Oh my god! It's, it's I great. It's very embarrassing. It's really great. I'm anyway. waiting for this one. Yeah, so it's really great. It'll be coming out soon. It's really funny. I just finished the edit, so um, now I got to color correction and audio pass so give me another week but it'll be out soon hopefully all right uh and oh and then my other thing that's right um and also if you enjoyed this you can follow us on twitter we're at laugh stash tv on twitter or you can follow this podcast at uh nope at let's rewatch on twitter and also, I wanted to just give a huge shout out to everybody who's been participating in our um, Facebook group. If you didn't know, we have a Let's Rewatch podcast Facebook group. It's a closed group, so just search for it, and you can request to be added, and then I will add you in. But there's been lots of great discussions. Um, somebody just recently was asking, like, what is everyone's top films of 2017? And uh, I just really appreciate all the interaction. And yeah, everybody yeah, good comments there. keeping it cool. Because yeah. people nowadays on the internet can get awfully angry about not liking <laughs> a movie. So <laughs> high five to you guys for being civil. Friendly comment. Yeah. Also, it's my New Year's resolution to be more Twitter. So keep me honest, peeps. Feel free to tweet at me and test my tweeter abilities. Yeah, ask yeah. Sam L. Wilson. Get some tweets going because she's got like five on her on her. T- uh, um, it's like my third tweet, tweet ever, five. and Target tweeted back at me, so I'm like tops. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, Target is tops. So. Yeah, I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you liked our podcast, please give us a glowing, wonderful review on iTunes or Google Play Music. Or look us up on Libsyn. Yeah, our website's on Libsyn. Uh, it's also on Stitcher. Uh, there's a whole bunch. You know, there's all the podcast, podcast places, stuff. podcast feed things. Yeah, so make sure your podcast feeds are up to date, and tell your friends we'll be doing this again in another two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah, did you guys like Kevin Bishop in this movie? Because I figured we'd watch another one of his movies next time. Uh, the very politely phrased, "May I kill you." <laughs> oh no. Oh. Yeah.